Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Welcome to the award-winning Saints Happy Hour podcast. Seriously, this podcast has won awards. American standards are dropping every day. The show features Ralph, the best host in the world who can barely pronounce his own name, much less anyone else's. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean, uh, Marcus Calloway. Dave is that dude who loves taking bathroom breaks. He's mad about almost anything, so make sure to lower your volume when he speaks. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Andrew has sources, watches tapes, and knows football. He rarely shows up on time and wants to commit crimes to help the Saints win. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong, because you know it's true. Oh, and there's also Kevin, who is great at doing mock drafts, but struggles to actually watch Saints games or have a functioning relationship. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That that ended. Anyway, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the insanity. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Well, it's that time of year again where the Saints announce injuries. Non-football injuries, the pup list, injuries because they got hit by a car, they got the plague and all this. So, of course, I have to put out the bat signal, or I like to call it our ER theme, for the one, the only, the best-looking doctor I know, fan of the show, friend of the program, Dr. Thomas. He knows when I'm texting him. 
either have personal injury issues that he needs to help me with, or more likely than not, the Saints have a pile of injuries, and I need him to come on the show and help us break it down and explain what the heck is going on and and calm me down personally about all the injuries the Saints are having. Dr. Thomas, thanks for joining us. We always appreciate it. Let's go back in business. <laughs> when Saints disaster strikes, I am near. You're right. It's like a like break glass or or we 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 usher you out because your 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 beard is so perfect and you you put on the Hawaiian shirt, you get on the step the stethoscope. It's perfect. We love you. And listen, the injuries for the Saints, they are uh unfortunately extensive. Uh we won't talk about that the guy who whose whose name today sounded like a lawyer. We don't talk about Billy Payne, the center, because th- those weren't going to make the team anyway. So we don't care about those. But but where I'm going to start is uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, it's been like four years. He's he's always hurt, and he's back, and he's got he's he's got that the injury with the the ankle. But as as a doctor, I know you don't have access to his files and everything. But as a doctor, what are you going to look for? If things aren't progressing nicely, where he's not practicing every day, and they say, "Oh, he had he had a little ankle issue; he's going to miss some time," what kind of like key words that the will say um, that will sort of pick pick ping, pick up your ears, or you'll be like, "Oh, that means it's okay," or what do they say where you say, "Oh no, that little that little that little tidbit that Dennis Allen just gave about his injury—that's a giant red flag." Uh, Ralph, it's okay to panic. Well, for one, he's kind of um, he's a unique he's a unique player because his history is so scrambled and crazy and <laughs> unpredictable that all the things that I typically look for, I can't really trust those things with him. Like it, not, nothing that he's done follows predictable patterns that you expect. He's saying one thing, the team's saying another. You're three years deep. Who knows? Who really knows? Uh, one thing I would be, I would watch out for him is, um, I would, I would be worried if they started to treat him consistently like he had a chronic injury that wasn't keeping him out of play, but that they didn't want to exacerbate any further. So, sort of a ram check situation where if he had some kind of lesion that's really difficult to heal over a prolonged period of time and causes dysfunction in his ankle or his toe or whatever it is you know they're just keeping him out here and there but I I think for him with his history it's really I don't think it's going to be that if he gets injured again it's going to be something it's going to be like a spontaneous moment in a game boom it's and he'll be out Uh, but I do worry about him overall I did want to say that it's Mm -hmm. just really hard you can't recreate perfect physiology of um, areas that that are injury free like once once these injuries mm-hmm. occur over time it's cumulative and um, there's just not a lot of players that would you, can come back would you be would you be worried if he sort of gets through training camp and they're sort of like, Hey, it's a scheduled day off for Michael Thomas. And it just goes, it goes not like he's practicing every day and it's 20, you know, it's 2016 or 20 fully awesome. And it's back to that. But would you be, cause you mentioned Ram check and that popped an interesting thing into my head. Would you be more or less nervous if Michael Thomas is placed 
on the Ramcheck plan, where Ramcheck clearly, as you stated, and, and you you told me this on a podcast we had, I think it was last year or it was, maybe it was a Spaces a couple years ago. You said it doesn't matter if Ramcheck has a degenerative knee or not. The Saints treat him and monitor him like he does, and that's that's what I got. That's what I'm getting to. Where Ramcheck, he doesn't really practice that much during the week. And the Saints are like, we're cool with it because you're Ram check and you we know you're going to be good on Sundays. If the Saints sort of do the Ram check plan with Michael Thomas where eh, he's kind of not practicing fully most weeks, will that make you more concerned about the injury or less where you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. They got a plan and they're just going to see if this holds up the whole year. Would the Ram check plan for Michael Thomas more concern or less concern? More concerned. That would worry me. The the nature of his injury and where it was, uh, it's not a knee. It just doesn't follow that same kind of process. So that would worry. It shouldn't be that. It, it, mm-hmm. it just shouldn't. The toe and the ankle, they're healed or they're not healed, and he's rehabbed it or he's not rehabbed it. That's what happens with those injuries in those areas. And he has rehabbed it. He has plenty of time to rehab it. There's just I don't I don't know of a reason in my medical knowledge base why he would need to go on that kind of program um, other than him, uh, other than him being a weirdo and just who knows, he, <laughs> maybe he gets weird ideas in his head and he demands things like uh, my ankle doesn't feel right. My toe doesn't feel right. There's nothing on imaging to suggest there's something wrong with it, but he just I, I, like, it brings to mind uh, when BI mm. Brandon Ingram sat out a really long time with the Pelicans and he was cleared by medical yeah. staff. And he just, he basically said like, I don't feel like it's right. So I'm not going to play. Yeah. I don't know if, Athletes just get weird things in their head, and maybe that plays a role here. Uh, and uh, you know, well, that, that kind of clouds things. Well, that's a great point. I mean, we had we had sources last year with the podcast that said the Saints were getting really frustrated with Lattimore, and he finally he finally played against Philadelphia, and he was back to he was back to his normal self. He had the pick six, and he looked great. But like the Saints, the couple weeks before that, they were getting really frustrated with him. They're like, man, we think you. But he was like, yeah. I, don't feel, I don't feel right. And, you know, when you're – especially players that have those huge contracts, they don't feel the need to, like, get out there and perform and get their money. They feel like they are – I need to be healthy and protect this money because if I play and I'm not healthy and I'm not 100%, you're going to get rid of me and I'm not going to get the rest of this money. So they don't yes. – they feel a different kind of pressure. But that's a, that's a great point with, with Michael Thomas – in, in the way you connected to the, the Ingram and Lattimore is is a great point. Um, Kendra Miller for TCU, he had the meniscus, um, and it's been a while. Uh, you know that that obviously he he injured that not the championship game he in, injured it the week before in the semifinal against that wild game against Michigan. Um, so he, I didn't see anywhere where he had surgery. So this could just be the saints being really cautious, but what's the deal with a, with a meniscus injury where, but that you would look and Kendra Miller, I hope I'm saying that right, but and I'm probably not, but for Miller, what would be signs for you that you'd be like, Oh, it's not, it's not going well. I think it's probably going to be fine. I, I didn't see where he had surgery either. I don't know if it ever happens that, They'll have like a something minor, like a little meniscus repair, and they just don't report it. Um, I don't know, but either way, even if he had um, like a small repair done, or he just rehabbed it, the injury itself, mm-hmm. he should be fine. 
going into the season. Like he should be able to play going into the season. If he can't, it's either a different issue um, or he had a setback to it. But um, if he didn't have a full operation repair on it, then, then that means that it's in a spot that has good blood supply and a rehab process should work really well. He's young, otherwise healthy. He should, he should heal well. Like he should be ready to go from that injury uh, come the season or this near the start of it. Yeah. And A.T. Perry had an undisclosed injury. Saints aren't releasing a damn thing about that. So maybe he's, he, he might be fine. He might be missing a leg. We don't know. Um, so he's just, he's just one to monitor since they're not telling us anything. I would say if he's not back like first week, I'm raising an eyebrow on that one. Um, Nick, uh, Sal calf injury doesn't seem too serious. Uh, we'll see about that. The the one thing though is interesting and just in general, because McCoy has had that calf injury. uh, He's struggled with it a little bit. And um, we just mentioned it with uh, Saldaveri. Um, why is that? Can, why can that be such an issue with offensive linemen? Because I've, I've seen it quite a few, not just with the Saints. They they get that calf injury, and it's just hard to sort of shake and get over. It's because um, that injury usually occurs where the muscle meets the tendon, and it's just an area of inherent weakness where t- tissue structure is changing. Mm-hmm. And those dudes are are huge. And that's that's part of it. They're just massive guys putting massive loads through a point that's injured. And then once that is in, injured, if you're not just like taking off the whole year, you're trying to rehab it and play through it. It's just a, a hot, very high likelihood of small chronic re-injury. So it, they, it's almost impossible to avoid. So they probably just continue to have injury over the course of the year. It gets inflamed. It's painful. Uh, it's affecting your play. And uh, it really takes – some pretty significant rest and recuperation, uh, which you, you can't really afford to have that until the off season. Is, but it's not the type of injury where you stop playing. It just does, it's not is, justified to do that. Is that an injury where, because, you know, as a doctor, you, you've explained this to me many times. There are certain injuries painkillers will get you through, and there are certain injuries painkillers don't help you. Yeah. So for, the, for, the, for a calf injury, does is, is the – is that one where the, the pain meds they can get it, they can juice you up, so to speak? They can and get, and get you sure. through it. For sure. It would just be temporary though. And you wouldn't want to stay on and it lingers. So the problem is you're balancing mm. what's becoming like a kind of a subacute injury. Like it's occurring for maybe a couple months. You're continuing to have pain and you can't just stay on steroids the whole time. And then also that area, you can't you can't really put steroids in that area. It's too um it is there's a predisposition for rupture of that mm-hmm. tendon in that area so that's another problem like you can put steroids in other places and guys will feel amazing for a couple weeks couple months but uh, that area in particular you can't do it it's contraindicated mm-hmm. so that 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 that's another um, obstacle to recovering with that injury another not an injury but foster morell look he got cancer it's amazing like he's cancer free and and not like if the cancer comes back, obviously bigger issues than football, right? But let's just say that's not going to happen during the football season. But cancer is a serious thing, and I don't know how they treated him or what they did. But what sort of things will you look for for him where you're like, yeah, cancer is really 
it really kicked him in the teeth and he's fighting to get back to where he was pre-cancer diagnosis. Are there are there things that you could you can see for his playing that would that would let us know that either way? For him and what he had, which was um, he had a type of Hodgkin's lymphoma. It's a very specific type that's actually it's not the conventional type. It's a little more rare. And he's lucky because it's a it's a kind that is known for being not very aggressive at all. Uh, and it also responds well to treatment, uh, which it sounds like it did with him. And, and in fact, when kids get that kind, a lot of times they'll just do surveillance. Like they'll just watch it for a long time and just see whether it actually advances or not because it, it can kind of just maintain. But for that type of cancer, if he if it returned, it would be a lot of like fatigue symptoms with lymphoma. Like mm-hmm. so, he just wouldn't have the energy to gut it out. And also, they're probably doing blood smears and stuff on him on a regular basis. Like they'll they'll catch it um, before it gets to that point. But it would be yeah. mostly fatigue, fevers, mm-hmm. fatigues, and night sweats for Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, I, he's he he had the biggest. You're breaking up, or you did break up, Ralph. I don't know if you can still hear me. <laughs> I touched the wire, Thomas. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay, you said he had the biggest. Was the last thing I, I we had the biggest win of the Saints summer. I feel like this Saints oh, yeah. summer is the best summer they've had in years. Like it was, they didn't get arrested, nobody got hurt lifting weights. Boston Moreau, cancer in remission. It was a great summer. So I saved the worst for last because all your other injury updates, it's been good. It's been been beautiful i i seen i see positive things for the saints in the summer you've made me, me you've brought down my stress level i hope you've brought down the stress level of patrons and people that aren't listening to the podcast that's a, if by the way if you're listening to the free version of this podcast which we've been given more people more people more free versions of the podcast as we lead up to the saints first preseason game you should go to saintshappyhour.com sign up support the podcast we need your support to do amazing things like this podcast is basically being recorded at the good quality levels that it is because our producer Thomas has set me up in discord on autopilot. He's made it to where the plane can fly itself and I can't screw up the audio. That's how great a producer Thomas is. And that happens because of the patron support of the show. So go to saints happy hour, become a patron, support the show. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get saints happy hour ad free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints news podcast, Saints player grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. But the final thing I want to get to, I saved it for last because it's not so great, is the Saints offensive line issues, Thomas. We got Carlos Ruiz and we got Trevor Penning and they both got Liz Frank at the end of the year. Uh, Trevor Penning got it the final week of the year, which basically any major injury, like that's what players say, like when they're not going to the playoffs, just get me through this week 17, just get me through healthy. One, and they couldn't do it. And those are two Huge pieces of the offensive line. So what, as fans, what should we look for 
for signs that it's going well and not going well with the Liz Frank injury, which is a serious, nasty type injury. It is a serious injury. <clears throat> it's uh, it's kind of the, the stability of the foot all comes from that ligament complex. And it's a hell of a length of rehab process. But most guys are back on the field in six months after if they have a repair. If they don't have a repair, then it's more like three to four months. So pinning should be out there, no problem, unless he's had a setback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think – he doesn't have any issues there in the past. Um, I actually expect him to be totally okay. And then Ruiz, he was December. That's right. So he's he's he'll pro- he should be nearing the end of his full return to play process. Also, like he should be good to go. And a lot with that injury, you can either go in there with some hardware and fixate it, or sometimes they'll just uh, they'll fuse the joint. They'll just fuse the whole complex. Um, both work out fine. But one of the interesting things I, I thought maybe people would find interesting is that with that injury specifically, um, it's it's felt that NFL athletes, uh, it, it, there's an expected decline in performance in yeah. the initial season following that injury Ooh, inter- acro- interesting. Acro- across the board. Uh, but if they're able to continue beyond that first season back, their their performance usually improves. That's an NFL specifically. And then also, um, I remember seeing a study on that about how offensive players have a greater decline compared to defensive players in that first season. Uh, but then they catch up in the following season if they make it through okay. Uh, but then there were two other studies that actually argued against that and found different findings. Well, that but could, I just thought that was something interesting. That's potentially good news for... Trevor Penning, although if he has another struggle, if he has a struggling season, people will just label him a bust going into the third year. Probably me. I'm guilty of that. For Cesar Ruiz, I called him Carlos earlier. Sorry. You did. You did. I did. did. (laughs) David and Derek Carr. It's like Carlos and Cesar. I don't know what Carlos Ruiz. Why about that? But Cesar Ruiz, Cesar Ruiz, that's really bad for him because the Saints didn't pick up his option. And he's got to have a good year to get a nice free agent contract. So if he struggles, that's millions upon millions of dollars that he could be potentially out of. Um, but are there any signs that you would that would be really bad that they're not progressing? Like that, explosiveness. That, if they're no, if they're just not jumping, go, go ahead. Sorry, I no, I, I would no, I was not, not so much film watching. I would say like in, in coach speak, like if he says, "Oh, Carlos Ruiz is having soreness," or he's got to get reevaluated. Like what is, what would be something where you'd be go, "Uh oh, that's Dennis Allen would let like leak out about the injuries because he does that sometimes. He's not like Sean Payton where he keeps it under lock and key. Sometimes he lets stuff leak out. Like what would he what would leak out at like a Dennis Allen press conference during training camp about either one of them? That you'd be like, oh, oh, I don't like that. That's not that's not good news. Yeah, soreness would definitely not be a good one. That would mm. raise alarms. That does sound like soreness sounds like DA speak too. Like it's <laughs> it, does. Those, it really does. Those vague terms you could just throw out there for anything. Uh, but yeah, that would be definitely be a bad sign. That would not be good at this stage. Um, I'm trying to think about the things that I hear him say in press conferences. He he, he like tries to spin things a certain way. Um, 
They should be. I mean, they should, especially uh, Pinning should be like, he, is, has he been back at, at training camp? I mean, I don't think he did too much in, in OTAs and minicamp, but they say that he's on schedule. You know, we'll see yeah. next, next, we'll see this week. Practice is starting this week, so we'll see. He should, he should be revving up like pretty mm. quick now. If, if it gets to past training camp and like close to the season and he's mm. really limited in any way, that doesn't mean that, um, it's all bad news. It's just that that would be out of character for the progression of this. Like it, it would be a little concerning. That might just be, he's, it's mm. just, take, he's catching up. He's on that outside of the typical distribution of what happens, but uh, that would make me feel a little worried, a little concerned. Well, that's exactly why I had, that's that this, this moment right here is exactly why I text you and get you to come on this podcast because for 99% of fans, if we hear Dennis Allen say, oh, Trevor Penning or, or, or Cesar Ruiz. Touch the wire, Ralph. <laughs> oh, no. Did I, uh, did I touch the wire? Oh, you touched the wire. Most fans, we would we, hear it, right? And we'd be like, oh, soreness. They're going to miss a couple of days. That's whatever. It's, it's football player. They, football players, they get sore. And it's 100 degrees in Louisiana. That's no big deal. It's just soreness. But that's the reason I have you on this podcast. You are saying, hey, soreness with the Liz Frank injury is something that concerning. You'd be like, yeah, at this stage, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That should not not be happening. No. Yeah. So that would be concerning. This this podcast has been, I I hope people enjoy this as much as I have. Because the thing is with me is as I get more excited for training camp, uh, then the injuries hit and I just, my panic starts to. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois. To build. And, and the thing is now is that I've, I'm fighting with NFL reporters from ESPN, and I'm fighting with these bloggers and these reporters from teams. And now I'm like really invested in the Saints because they, they had the Saints rated as like a bottom five organization. And I'm yelling at Jeremy Fowler and Lewis Riddick and some other ESPN reporter I've never heard of. Uh, they all rated the Saints uh, front office and drafting is terrible. And now I'm, I'm arguing that it wasn't. Now I'm, in, I'm fully invested. So I need the Saints to be good. And be, the Saints being good probably involves their offensive line being good and helping out Derek Carr. So you have eased my stress level, Dr. Thomas. I appreciate that. Um, if people are keeping receipts, it's <laughs> on what you say for blood whenever you suck in where the two and two. They, they're, remember that. <laughs> they, they, there was, people keep... 
You know what? People keep the weirdest receipts for me that I've ever. And the thing is, too, is like you can search Twitter. So you could search every tweet that I've ever. You just type in, you know, you can search whatever I tweet about and they'll pull up those receipts and it's out there forever. But most of my time, most of my receipts are just like, I just say it was during the game and I was drunk. I take no responsibility. But the offseason tweets are going to be harder to distance myself from. So I, I need the Saints to be like 12 and 5 minimum. So you have helped me, Thomas. You've helped me you've ease my worry. You've eased my concern. I hope you did this for most fans too. Because you see these, you see these injury lists, you see it, the Saints just dump it out in a news dump. And you look at it and you're like, oh God, three of their seven draft picks are on the uh non-football related injury list. This is bad. But um you you've got it as through and tell us, no, it's not so bad. So yeah, look, if, if uh, I'm just if uh, At Perry the the non-disclosed injury, I'm just going to consider that syphilis unless we hear otherwise. <laughs> That's right. I'm consider I'm considering him. He's got the bubonic plague, um, and he's never he's going to catch as many passes in 2023 as me. Um, so anyway, Doctor Thomas, I can't thank you enough, and I say this every time we have you on. Oh no, Ralph, you're hitting the wire, buddy. Don't do it. Pull back. I know. The wire. More reason, <laughs> to, more reason to support the podcast. If you support the podcast, I could buy a new microphone and we wouldn't have this problem. But I always say this, Dr. Thomas. We love having you on. Your insight is great. It's tremendous. But I also hate having you on because the more we have you on during the year, it means the Saints injuries are reaching obscene levels, which basically has been the last two years. I feel like you're an honorary host on the show the saints have been so freaking injured the last two years is that not accurate i feel like it is yeah it is just <laughs> just remind every now and then just remind um the podcast fans not to have a negative association with me not and, to have uh, a negative association. On. yeah hope hopefully hopefully we can have you on at the end of the year and we can say dr thomas this is amazing. What did the Saints do differently this year that they haven't done the last three years? What have they done differently so they didn't get anybody hurt? Maybe that can happen. But That's the conversation we need to have. That's, I'm looking that's, forward to that's, that. That, that's the conversation. I can't give any details out yet, but that's the conversation I want to have at the live show in December with you. That you are both disappointed that you weren't on the podcast more, but excited because this, that meant the Saints were healthy. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for supporting the show. Support the show more so my my microphone can get better. We have the wire tier. Donate. We'll get me a wire. We'll get me a new microphone. But thanks to Dr. Thomas. He took time out of his busy night to join us and break down way too many injuries, unfortunately, the Saints already. But it's going to be okay, kids. The Saints are going to have a healthy season. So for Dr. Thomas, I'm Ralph. Thanks for supporting the show. And until next time... The bar is closed.